Thank you for tuning into the Rainy Day Horror Show. Welcome back to another beautiful short Reddit horror story. And boy, do I have a doozy for you guys today. I am your host with the most, Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. the Certified Cougar Hunter, a.k.a. the man with the biggest testicles on this earth and, dare I say, the universe, alright? Like I said earlier, it's another short Reddit horror story, so I hope you guys are excited, because I'm excited. We have a really, really dope story. I like this one, alright? And since it's summer, I thought it was a little a little fitting, you know what I mean? This one takes place in a hotel, and I know a lot of people are traveling, right? I know y'all are going to the beaches, alright? The east, the west, and the south, alright? I know it. If you're in the Midwest, I don't know what to tell you. There's really nothing going on here, okay? Unless you're doing a baseball tourney or whatever. But other than that, for all those people that are traveling, alright? Just be careful in these hotels. You never know what kind of spooky shenanigans is going on, right? For all you know, they could be harboring dead bodies in the basement, right? Maybe chopping them up, putting them in the food, and then giving it to you guys for that, you know, that intercontinental breakfast. That all included good shit, right? So, this one's going to be a little, this one's going to hit you guys. I know, alright? So, this story is called, Don't Step Foot in Room 13. Whatever you do, don't step foot in this room, alright? This story comes from the subreddit scary stories with the user holy may blissful all right now without further ado let's get into the short reddit horror story it seemed like the perfect summer job a small hotel a few miles out of town, in need of a few junior staff members to help keep things running during the tourist season. It seemed like exactly what I needed, but I could never have predicted what happened within the walls of that hotel. On my first day, I was paired with an older woman, Kelly, who oversaw the hotel management. She gave me a walkthrough of everything that I had to do, along with several rules and instructions that I had to abide by. It started as a very standard list. Stay out of the way of the guests, keep your uniform clean and tidy, you know, normal things. Then came the final rule, and the most important rule. Kelly seemed to lean in closer to me, her voice Almost at a whisper, there's just one more rule, she told me. Do not, under any circumstance, ever go into room 13. Of course, I had a million questions about this strange rule. 
I had walked past the door to room 13 several times on my tour of the hotel, and it had looked exactly like all the other doors. What's so special about room 13? I asked Kelly curious. She shook her head. It's a rule that comes from the hotel owner, Kelly explained. No one is allowed in there, not even me. It's kept locked at all times, and that's all I know about it. I accepted that response and thought nothing more of it. Perhaps the hotel owner had his own reasons for keeping the room locked. There was no reason to believe that anything was going on in there. Of course, I later came to realize that I should have seen red flags much sooner. It had been a few weeks of working in the hotel without any problems. Everything had gone smoothly, and I had basically forgotten all about the bizarre rule of room 13. I had become familiar and friendly with my fellow members of staff. I was particularly close with Mark, one of the waiters, or Elizabeth, a housekeeper. I often found myself working closely with Catherine, a junior staff member like myself. Everything was going well until one night. I was getting ready to go home one evening after my shift had ended when Kelly approached me. She explained that her night shift manager had called in sick and asked if I would do her a favor and stay on for overtime. I agreed and the first hours of the night shift went smoothly. It was only after all the guests had retired to their hotel rooms and gone to sleep that I finally started to notice something extremely odd. I was walking through the hallways of the hotel when I passed room 13. I thought nothing of it until I heard a small noise. Something like a scratching sound coming from inside that room. It made me stop in my tracks and my instincts wanted to open the door and see what was going on. But I remembered the rule. Do not go into room 13. Whatever these strange noises were, I would have to ignore them. About an hour later, I was checking my emails in the hotel office when I heard a loud crash. Thinking that someone was in danger, I rushed up there when I heard the noise, taking myself all the way up to where I was, once again, standing outside the door of room 13. I could have sworn that I heard the sound coming from in there, but that couldn't be possible. Knowing that I was not allowed to enter room 13, I turned around to walk away. Suddenly, I heard another loud crash. It was undeniable that it had come from room 13. I couldn't ignore all of these strange sounds coming from that room. I had always been taught to act on instinct, and all of my instincts told me that there was something very, very wrong with room 13. Whatever or whoever was in there, it was giving me a strange feeling. I don't quite know what came over me, but I suddenly started to press on the handle of the door, trying to force it open. I was well aware that trying to enter room 13 against the rules could lose me my job. But 
I couldn't ignore the noises coming from the room. Something could be really wrong, and I didn't want to take that risk. The door was locked, but it was not impossible to force it open. It took a lot of strength, but eventually the door opened a crack, and then I was able to pull it open. Just enough for me to be able to carefully slip into that room. The first thing I noticed was that the room was pitch black inside. I tried to adjust my eyes, but I couldn't see a thing. It was like stepping into a complete void of darkness. I knew where the light switch should have been, so I felt all the way up the wall for it, but there was no switch. I tried to take a step into that room, but as I stepped, my foot hit something. It was solid enough to make me lose my balance. Slowly, I bent down to touch whatever this thing was. As soon as I put my hand on it, I could feel that there was something very strange going on. It almost felt like a leg, almost like that of a person. But that couldn't be possible. I reached out behind me, but all I could feel was another leg, seemingly coming from another body. I reached out again, only to feel another, and this time, an arm this time, then a torso, then another leg. It was endless. I felt as though I was surrounded, except there was something odd about these arms and legs. They just didn't quite feel alive. I immediately felt sick. There was no way, absolutely no way, that I could be standing in the middle of a room full of bodies. But it all made sense. The strange rule about not stepping foot in room 13. Of course, it all made sense. This was where the bodies were hidden. I didn't want to believe it, but there seemed like no other explanation. I felt completely sick, my head spinning and a shiver running up my spine. There was no way I'd never seen a dead body before, let alone be surrounded by them in the pitch black hotel room. Was this what happened to people who entered room 13? I put a hand on the wall to steady myself, and suddenly I felt the switch. Feeling relieved by that, I quickly turned it on and watched the light flood the room. This was it. I was mentally preparing myself for the sight of possibly over 20 dead bodies, a sight that surely would make me sick. However, when I turned the light on, I was not met with the horrifying sight of countless murder scenes. Instead, all lined up around the room, some perfectly propped up and otherwise sprawled on the floor were human-sized doll-like features. They looked just almost human, except for one eerie difference. They didn't have eyes, just black, void-like holes where their eyes should have been. Their necks were oddly floppy too, drooping to one side. What was most horrifying about these life-size dolls 
was that they almost exactly resembled all of the hotel staff members that I became so familiar with. I saw the doll version of Kelly, her head falling into her lap. I saw Mark the waiter with huge black holes where his eyes should have been. I saw Elizabeth who was sprawled on the floor, legs sticking out. I even saw Catherine propped up against the wall like she was in a child's dollhouse. I wanted to scream, run away, do anything. This was somehow worse than seeing the disgusting sight of bodies. This was ten times creepier and made me feel goosebumps up my arms. I wanted to drive away from the hotel, from the town, and never look back. The one thing that still stuck in my mind was the fact that every single staff member had a doll there, even the newest hires. Everyone had a lifelike floppy doll, looking like an eyeless corpse. The only doll that was missing, the only member of staff that didn't have a matching doll, was me. Somehow, that fact was more chilling. I was about to take my phone out of my pocket to take photos or call the police or do anything about this terrifying situation when suddenly the room went black. Pitch black. I tried to move, but I couldn't. My legs would not stand up and run. My arms would not reach out to steady myself. I couldn't move. I was fixed. I was stuck. I was trapped. Just then, I felt someone holding my shoulders, propping me up against the wall. I wanted to scream or see who it was, but it felt like I was trapped inside my own body. I was completely unable to move. The hands extended my arms and legs, and I even felt the hands around my neck making it flop forward ever so slightly, just as it had done on the dolls. That's when I realized it. The dolls inside room 13 were not lifelike copies of the hotel staff members. They were the hotel staff members, and I was just about to meet the very same fate in room 13. If only I had just listened. End story. Another good story. Another beautifully written story. Oh, my throat hurts a little bit, but that's okay. Um, yeah, that was a good story. So hopefully, if you know, if you're taking a trip this summer, all right, be on the, be on the lookout. Be on the, hold on. Be on the lookout. You know, for any lifelike dolls, the staff members. All right. Whatever you do, don't go into room 13. Okay? Even if you're assigned that room. Alright? I know. Trust me. You're just like me. You're curious. You're like, oh, I want to go. Don't. Or you're going to be dead. And then I'm going to put you in my episode like I always say. Okay? So, remember. Just, just be careful in those hotel rooms. You know? Or you could end up like H.H. Holmes in his freaky hotel where he just murdered people. Right? Right? You don't know who you don't know where you're going, you don't know who you're staying with, right? There could be some freaky shit going on in that hotel and you have no fucking clue. But who knows? It's just a story. It would never happen. No. No. 
I hope your guys' work week is going good. I hope you guys had a, a good weekend. I know. We're almost through the week. And not really. It's only Tuesday. But we can we can think that we're almost through the week. Um, this Thursday, I am doing a movie breakdown on the taking of Deborah Logan. So that will be interesting. I thought that movie was okay. I know a lot of people thought it was really good. But I just thought it was okay. It wasn't eh. It was just eh. But we're going to talk about that on Thursday. And then this Sunday, we are doing a movie, not a movie. We are doing an episode on Dorothy Puente. So it'll be interesting. She murdered a bunch of people. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Um, if you want to see what I'm doing in my, you know, personal life, go ahead, follow me on Instagram at the Rainy Day Horror Show. Alright, I post on there regularly, so you can see whatever I'm doing. You can stalk me, if you want to. So, um, other than that, I don't really have anything else for you guys. Let's just ground through the week, get that paper, and buy some nice shit, okay? So, remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly... The most important thing, you're going to end up in my episode. Stay safe, alright? I love y'all. Deuces.